It's more like a hobby for me. to the Global Greek Girls podcast. Today we are going, we're joined by Katerina and Sandy and of course our lovely regulars, Jamie, Maggie and Janice. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. So today we'll be talking a couple of points that happened through last week and we think they are quite important. So let's start. Okay, girls? Yes. Okay. So let's start with Christian Horner joking about Latifi getting a lifetime supply of Red Bull. <laughs> I find that quite quite funny. Yeah. Latifi needs to share. Yes, he needs to share. Like we there as well. I think we can switch. <laughs> we can give him Nutella and he gives yes. us the Red Bull and change. I think yes. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Totally. And then Max said Toto sent him a text congratulating him on the win and that he deserved it. <laughs> what are your opinions on this? They have each other's yeah. numbers? I was surprised they have each other's number. Like, who thought that would be the case? I number didn't. first. Yes. Yeah, that was like so a Lewis, him being like, Lewis, you got to send me Max's number. <laughs> or like going around being like, who's got his number? Yes, I know. Like, who gave the number to Toto? Can you imagine? So it was like, hey, it's Toto, congratulations. I'd be like, you're fucking with me. It is not Toto. That would be funny. Yeah. He probably thought it was a scam. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then Lewis officially got knighted this past Wednesday. It was knighted last year, but there was no ceremony due to COVID. So congratulations, Lewis. Of yes. course, congratulations. But it was so funny because like they announced that he will be knighted. And I was like, wait, he was knighted last year. Yes, Did, same. Will he be knighted again? Can you be like a two times knight? <laughs> yes, I had the same. I was already called him Sir Lewis. So what just yeah, happened? <laughs> everyone did. And I was like, wait, what? it's absolutely the same and then moving on to some other news we have a new FIA president Mohammed Ben Suleyam sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right um, who is a former rally driver from the UAE he was uh, appointed vice president of the FIA back in 2008 and this year he was elected as president replacing Jean Todd I'm kind of yeah. sad that Gene Todd's going. Yes. But hopefully it's going to be good. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, he did already start a war, like kind <laughs> of, with, with Merck and, and Mercedes because he said there will be no mercy in regards of uh, Toto and Lewis keeping the FIA price giving because it's like mandatory for the first three um which of course includes lewis uh to actually show up and he didn't so no 
he really said let's add a little bit of spice to something that was already just too spicy (laughs) why is it spicy (laughs) am i the drama i don't i think i'm I'm the drama drama. (laughs) oh but the fia is so the fia do be the drama and merc and red bull just be the fire yes (laughs) yeah true I mean, the whole price giving was like so chaotic and so weird. I've never seen such an uncoordinated uh, award show. Like, did Total Wolf coordinate that the last year? So why was it so bad this year? Props to you and Sandy for watching it all because yes, I, I think Gabby too. Like, I could not have done that. I could not have gotten through that whole thing. I didn't see it either. I saw like a clip on TikTok with Max giving a prize to someone and he even didn't know who he needs to give it to. He was like, for who is this? Pulling a Kimmy, yeah. really. Yes. He was pulling a Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was drunk, but like not even it it was just so bad. They rushed through like half of it. It made no sense in which order they gave out the prices because, I mean, of course, it's like for all FIA uh, sports, like for all the categories. But like they should have started with the little ones and like worked their way up. And somewhere in the middle, they were like at Formula 2. And I remember um, texting back and forth with um, Sandy and we were like, yeah, okay, F1 is next because like F2, you know? <laughs> so Oscar Piastri just got his prize and then they went back to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it was Rally or something like that. I think it's wa- it was the RX, maybe. But also the yeah, but- show acts, they were so bad. I mean, not not necessarily. It, it just felt weird to to have that all. But I don't know. It it was just so fucking weird the whole show. And then they um the the little driver that was supposed to give Lewis um his trophy for the second place. Did you see his tweet? I didn't, but I no. know he was his biggest fan, and he just left him there. How sad is that? It's so sad for him. He was like, I can meet my hero. My hero and then he isn't there. And then Lewis isn't there. That's really sad. Did you saw Bandrace and his girlfriend's face? They were like, what the hell we're we doing here? <laughs> we should have taken the opportunity and stayed home with Lewis and Toto. I felt kind of sorry for them. Like, yeah. Totally. It was no. painful from what I've heard just watching it at home. Like, I can't imagine actually being there when I couldn't just, like, scroll through my phone or completely ignore. Like, I would be the rudest guest there because I just could not sit. Or I'd, like, constantly be like, oh, I'm just going to use the bathroom just to get away for a couple minutes. I would do the same. <laughs> yeah. I would be it, in the bathroom was. the whole night. Crawl through the window. Like, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. It, it was just like honestly the FAA should launch an investigation about that price giving it was just like forget the safety car chaos like stop investigating yes. that shit investigate that price giving that was something else What's there strange? are proms that have been better organized than that but like they're in- going to investigate themselves like how does that how does that work 
it's I mean, strange. they're going to have to anyways. No. But it's strange that they're going to invest themselves. Totally. It's like those those farmer um, companies like the, um, that do their own studies for the medication. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. they say, yeah, it's oh, yeah. safe. And we yes. totally approve of that. But they made it. So you're like, yeah. is it? It's the same. It's totally the same. A little bit. Because that safety car, I actually read through um, that whole stuff because um, of Mercedes, the appeals, and they withdrawn the appeal now, and all of that shit. So I wanted to get down to what this Article Forty Eight Point One Two and stuff like that meant. And it's I'm I'm trying to break it down. And if I make mistakes, please, I'm sorry. I don't I do not know it all. Um, I was trying. Okay, <laughs> I am trying. So. The article that Mercedes appealed was 48.12. Any car, and it states, any car can unwrap themselves and the safety car in the following lap. So that would be a breach of the rules because the safety car came in in that same round, like the forecast between Lewis and Max. Uh, Max were barely through and the safety car already was like, away for the pits. The thing is, <laughs> there's another article, 48.13. When the clerk of the course decides it is safe again, and a safety car in this lab will be displayed, um, and then it's mandatory to do so. And apparently, article 48.13 overrides the other one. So that can apparently just happen. And what's also been talked a lot about is Article 15.3. It gives the racing director, and that case, Michael Massey, overriding authority over the safety car. So he kind of had the right to do as he did, but it's still like a little bit me. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so that's what I got out of it. And there were like um, a few suggestions what would have been better um, by drivers and also like with what I've seen online solution one could have been a red flag um, yes. as I screamed during the race by the way I don't know if you remember but we were I don't. Day, red flag to race red flag to race but they did yes, and um... I thought of Baku in that moment because that was when Max tire exploded and they um, had like three laps to go or two laps to go and they red flagged the race. Everyone was on fresh tires and they had a standing start. So they could race probably for the two races, uh, for the two laps. And that would have been probably pretty fair. And also I'm sure that Mercedes wouldn't have said anything about a free. I'm sure too. In that yes. But yeah, okay, <laughs> moving on. The second better solution would have been like Sebastian Vettel said on the radio after the race, immediately let all the cars on lap. Like immediately after the safety car is deployed, let all the lapped cars through. So you'd have like a fair, more fair. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that basically were the 
two suggestions that I saw the most. Yes, I heard Nico uh, talking about the red flag as well. Like, I find it very interesting that he he said that like it would be it would be better if they just with one lap to go just did a red flag and just let them figure it out by themselves. So I think that, that would, would have been like the most stressful yes. start of our lives. Yes. But then it was like, I don't think Mercedes would have done something if Max won them as well. So now they had something to just say, that's not right. Like, like Toto did on the radio. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I can kind of understand where Mercedes is coming from yes. because it is like a controversial, um, it was a controversial decision. And but now it just kind of seems like they, they just yeah like, they keep hanging in it like it's just getting old yes I'm, it's and getting annoying. boring Mercedes yes. understandable but boring yes but I would I think if it was the other way around like that would happen to Max that would have been the same like of I course have, like Red Bull yes so yeah, we could we had drama either way. I believe in that. Yeah. What I think is so funny, I see a lot of fans on F1 Twitter and stuff saying it would have been better if, like, even during the prize giving, like, if Max was a real champion, he'd say he cannot accept this uh, trophy because it rightfully belongs to Lewis Hamilton and blah blah blah. And I was like, come on, do you really, really? belief that it was the other way around like if Lewis was the one in second place with the fresh tires um do you really think that would have been like an unrightful championship if Lewis won no. that way no. no because all Max did was work with what yes. he was given like not to mention you have to applaud like the tire strategy like yeah. They were smart. Red Bull shows the correct, like yes. they they got him fresh tires, and in the like, yes, like I Mercedes know. that they have Mercedes has to take credit for that. Like they did not choose, and I know why they didn't want to lose track position, but they do have to like own up to the fact that yes. that was their decision to not get new tires. I believe yeah. Lewis said something like, "I am not going to get new tires. They are not lasting." So he knew. Mm-hmm. I think Lewis came on the radio and said something like, can I get new tires? And they were like, no, for no. Stephen gets, uh, is getting um, new tires, so you can't. And he was like, oh, shit, really? So, yeah. He saw it coming, knowing yeah. that Max had fresh tires. Yeah, it, it was just all in all. Drama? Weird, <laughs> yes. A shit show? Yes, yeah, this was a shit show, like, even more than Je- uh, Jeddah. The Jeddah thing is, like, God, who knew you could get more than Jeddah? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the thing is, like, I'm wearing a Max Verstappen hoodie, and even I can admit that Lewis deserved that race win. Yes. But Max deserved the championship, and yes. that's what I feel yes. like. Because but, I agree. Yes. Yeah. But you, because, you are few, because not yeah. everybody says that. I talked with a lot of Dutch Max fans and they can admit it was not really that fair. I'm happy Max won, by the way, but Lewis should have won the race. 
yeah that that's it like yes honestly lewis drove better he had a superior car and it was all in all it was lewis was dominating that race and i can admit that like i see that but the championship to say that max is an undeserving champion no because of that one decision that wasn't his decision by the way it was michael massey's decision and max just worked with what he got and honestly i can totally respect that like on max's part i don't see what he should have done other than that like should he like stay behind lewis no given the chance he could be champion no 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 nobody would i mean not lewis not anyone yes yeah no no one would give up a championship just because (laughs) it might be controversial how they got in that position like no nobody would why would you like was is going to be his first championship this why would he do that also as a driver or generally like as a team as a driver as the whole f1 community you should be able to count on the race director and the fia yes. to make the right decision like yes. the fia was just orchestrating a drama this entire season like I, I think that if it weren't for some of their decisions it wouldn't have like they would not have been tied and there's a chance that lewis could have still won that race and max would have won the season but they were so desperate for a good show that we ended up with abu dhabi and then they were like i feel like the fia is gonna have to take all the blame because it's their fault and they're not gonna yes. want to take the blame but like they the teams like to go against each other but in this one i feel like the fia is the villain yes they were yep. even the tr- most drivers on the radio were like very very confused i like saw a radio from stroll and even yes. the engineer said like i will explain you later if you're back yeah. there like how are you going to explain that on the board radio and it was so weird, especially for Stroll, because I think he had to let through like five or six cars in that last lap. And he was still trying to fight, obviously, for a track position himself. But he couldn't because it was like blue flag for that one, blue flag for that one, blue flag for that one. And he was like, man, yes, do I happening? get to race or I don't know. Mayfield really got fucked by that, like yes. the safety car and everything. Yeah, which yes. was really sad because there were some really interesting battles in the midfield. True. We've got, yeah, and we've got most of them because the whole thing about Max and Lewis. They weren't even really showed. Yes. Like, like it was... Yuki. I never saw Yuki yeah, get to I know. four. I talked with my dad like before uh, before the podcast, like Yuki did an amazing job. Like he was four, but I still very proud of him. And Pierre as well. They were fourth and fifth. Like, we're part of our offertory boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was just all in all. It was, I don't know what to say. Yes, like, I don't know even what to now, say. Yes. Yeah, like, even now, after the emotions, like, yes. come, we've come down a little bit and we're not it's, that it's angry settled. or that. Or, yeah it's just settled a bit it's settled, and it's still, no. yeah you, you just still sitting there and like, like what the happened huh what the fuck happened yes dad yeah how how did that work out i mean i remember commenting on some video on tiktok like i will i'm 
and it was like in July or something. And I said, I'm predicting now it will come down to the last race and the last lap. And this week, someone answered to my comment, and that's why I saw it again. And I was like, oh my God, I did predict it. Wow. Like, like Sandy predicted, predicted science third place. Yes. Yeah. I totally forgot. <laughs> Last week was like, already. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, if we're on the topic of predictions, the drivers have their season predictions have been released. Yes, oh my god. Like, talk about Kimmy's. He knew. He knew. He, yeah, that was like... Even before the season, he thought, I'm done with this He really shit. said, peace out. Peace out. Little did I he don't... know he would be so ready to leave. Yes. He was like, I, I, don't, I don't do this anymore. Like, let's do this one more year, and then I'm out of here. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. And- Bye. And I thought it was so funny because you saw um, a clip of Kimi like actually being, is it being sealed? Like you can't yes. look at it. Yes. And she was like, no, no, you can like do an autograph over it. I'm not going to open it. And you were getting it at the end of the season. And you could see him like kind of smiling when he yes. wrote it down. <laughs> and I just thought like it was the answer was sealed away the whole time yes and so obviously he knew but I feel like it was kind of funny and kind of a joy to him that he got to write it down (laughs) and no one knew like taunting I'm just so sad that Gio said he thought he'd get a podium but he didn't get a podium and he lost his feet like rip my heart out and step on it I hope he gets one at Formula E I hope he does like fingers crossed because he deserves it but I saw a picture with Pierre and Antonio like I didn't know they swapped uh, the helmets yeah that was so cute like I didn't know that Pierre and Gio were friends same I was surprised in that one video they did where they were like doing word association for Girl the Grid, they said friend and Gio said Pierre. And I was like, well, this is awkward because he didn't say you. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I don't remember that, but now I have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, same. You know what else I found funny about the prediction video? The Lance, that Lance thought he would be the world champion. I'm like, mate. Come on. Yes, mate. We know you're in the midfield. How are you going to compete with Lewis? I mean, you even don't compete with Red Bull, so why would you do that in Mercedes? I mean, not just like Lewis and Max. He'd have to face yes. Checo and Bottas, too. Yes, yeah. and the Ferraris and McLaren. And McLaren. Like, no, it's not going when to happen. When said that, I was laughing so hard. Same. I saw the video. I was like, "How? How would you thought that would happen?" The thing is, I think that Aston Martin thought they would be like one of the top teams because I don't know if you saw it, but um, Sebastian Vettel came on the radio after the last race and said something like, um, "Yeah, uh, was a good year, but way worse than we expect." and I know we expected way more from this year and um, well I'm sorry that we didn't get it maybe next year and stuff like that 
So I really think they were sitting like before the season, they were sitting in the factory and thought like, oh my God, we have a top team car. Yeah. I saw that and when I was like there I was like man Seb left Ferrari and came here probably under the impression that they would be like still competing in the top and he was like down in the bottom for a lot of it like when I saw yes. that I was like oh didn't mm. didn't happen but I think they think they would be a top team because in the tests before the season they had really good times Yeah, maybe they thought they could at least compete with, like, for the third constructor's uh, place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if not the top one, at least fight for a lot of podiums and fight for the third place in constructor's championship with, like, maybe McLaren and Ferrari. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, But that didn't happen. Yes. Um, if I'm honest, I found them a bit like the Haas. Like, They were in the same position sometimes, like uh, they were like the new Haas for Formula One. Sorry, not sorry. I love Seb. I just think Lance is boring. Yes, I know. Yeah. I don't know. I He kind of grew on me. Like Lance Stroll, I know I'm going to get probably hated for that. But no. I don't know why he... he kind of grew on me like Latifi Latifi is also one of the paid drivers and over like last in this season he kind of grew on me I'm okay with him being there yes I don't know let's I still... not talk about the... no no we don't we're not because <laughs> But... no, we're not starting about him no but Lance yeah, no. I don't know I, I don't saw a video of his girlfriend and him Like yes, that's they so were cute. in the sunset and kissing on a boat. In I know, I saw the thing. And I was like, oh yes. my God, that's so cute. I like yes. you now. But quite funny, Pierre predicted like Daniel's podium and his shoes. Yes. So. That was really nice. Yes. Totally. And then Mick saying that this pa would be his favorite race because of his helmet. That was really sweet. I was yes. like, oh. But then think about how Spa actually went oh, down. Oh, yeah, I know. I, uh... Spa, no. It wasn't I had the best. Forgotten. <laughs> yes, just forgot Spa from this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the like... worst part of that race that was that for me was like at 6 a.m. So I woke up at 6 a.m. Oh, no. to watch the race. No. And there was no actual race. Oh, no, that's, that's bad. Oh, my God. You sat there. The whole waiting like, whole morning and nothing happened for me it was the afternoon but I think until we got to racing it was like it was the same time as in Belgium like probably yeah like half past six or something, mm -hmm. something I think like was when they actually like raced Race. you know what I mean the <laughs> two laps behind the safety car stuff Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But like looking back, I enjoyed George being at the front row yes. so much because of like one radio he did um in the in the first safety car period, I think. And um his engineer asked him what are the conditions and he said, Well, I can't see a thing, so I don't know how bad it must be for the guys in the back. And you could just hear him enjoying that. Because he was at the front row. 
and not in the back for one. Yes, yes, and that was the only good thing about Spa George, have a podium. <laughs> yeah, first row yeah. start. But then yeah, you think George... about qualifying, and everything goes back to the crash again. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that was like Spa was always like, especially since two thousand and nineteen, but like also before. Spa was always kind of dangerous and it was always like you'd always watch it because it was a cool race but every time you'd see someone like going full speed uh, around En Rouge and up there, <laughs> up there um, yes. it was always like at least for me I yes, never same. thought that there would be a track that would make me more nervous than like Spa and Imola and then and then they introduced Jetta. Yes. And I feel like I'll oh, watch yeah. Spa and be like, okay. Because Imola, like, I, I mean, not Imola, um, Jetta can't do it anymore. Well, see you again in three months then. I know. Shoot me because no, I can't go another race there. I'm going to stress my ass off. My hands will be like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but this time it will be in the beginning of the season, so it won't be this hard racing yet, I think. Like, the, yes, like at the beginning, it's not so bad, I think. I hope. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not that, that loaded with emotions, and it's not like it's the, it's the last race before the finale and no one knows what will happen and the points are so uh, close and stuff like that. Like, that's not the case next year. You know what I mean? We are at the beginning of the season, so it won't be this emotional, I hope. Yeah. And it's not a new track anymore. At least there is once there. So yeah, everyone knew, knew the track. Yeah, but I have bad feelings still. I hope it's going to change. We'll see. Maybe Jeddah next time will actually surprise us. Yes. Like France did this year. Because France, with those uh, very wide um, runoff areas, was always kind of a meh race, I feel like. But this year, it was actually good. Yeah. Totally. And then Max with his gin and tonic. <laughs> and his low, yeah. uh, low key shades. Towards us. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, he was right. Like, that would be surprising. <laughs> like, I was no. surprised how many battles they had with Williams. True. More than anything. Yes. I was like, you know, that's better than I expected. Also, Mick getting in Q2 two times yes. with the Haas. Like, okay, he crashed one time. So, yeah, but. <laughs> One time he actually got through and re really made the time on his own and really got through. So I think that's impressive with that car to actually and make it. And in Hungary through. with, yeah. And in Hungary when Max's car was like totally fucked, he kind of had like a little mini battle, which yeah. was interesting. <laughs> totally. And I, I thought it was so funny how Mick really battled for that position like he knew the max and the rebel and with the world championship and stuff but he was like no bitch that's my position come and take it if you want it 
Yeah. And then the said Daniel would go bald. Like, nope, never going to happen. Maybe that was wishful thinking. So yes. Other than Orlando anymore. Yes, well, I said mm. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and his, uh, he said that he would get maybe 196, 69 points. 69. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm so bad at numbers <laughs> nice. in English. Like, I'm reading it and I'm like, how do I pronounce it as well? No, that's not I... so right. I completely get that yeah. when I had to learn the numbers in German I was like wait a minute it took me so long to get them figured out <laughs> good now took a while yes but he was close it was like 160 so he can't make the joke anymore he yes. was gonna do it for the last okay so do we want to talk about now the Pirelli 18 inch tire testing maybe I mean, it wasn't really broadcasted anyway. So mm. all we saw was like from the team's um, social, which was fun and stuff. But I thought it was kind of sad that we didn't get to see like at least like yes. an hour or something of, of testing. So we could actually see those young drivers in action, for example, because I would have actually really enjoyed that. We have like a little postseason session. Yes. Yeah. I have to say, I loved Seb's her reindeer and, and his helmet. I thought it was like, yes, this perfect, this Seb. Also, George Russell back in the black Mercedes. Oh my god! Yeah. <gasps> Holy! I know the pictures. I know. Oof. Why did they do that to us? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that was something. And we're going to see it all time next year. So stay tuned for that. Are you going to be able to survive this, Janet? No. No. Nope. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't, don't count on me next year for anything during the races. Or like at least during like pre-shows and stuff like that because anytime I will see him in that black Mercedes kid I will be like <laughs> I think we all are like that like yeah it's... but it's kind of like the same with Pierre at Red Bull he's like oh yeah I'll bring your daughter home by 9 by 9 p.m sir and at Alfred Tauri this year he was like I didn't say which day goodbye <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and it's oh, the same with um with George and Williams and yes. Mercedes. I feel like I don't know, I can't help it. Like I'm normally not one to simp over the drivers. But oh yes. I totally love George, understand. but the second yeah. somebody said he looked like handsome Squidward, I couldn't I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> Stop it! I'm sorry. Oh my that god. lives in my head rent free and I hate it. Oh my god, I can't unsee it now. Maggie, you ruined George Russell for me. I am going to find someone that looks like Mick and I will destroy Mick for you. My revenge is coming. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. I will find someone. <laughs> 
I can't believe you haven't seen that. I've seen I've seen so many TikToks like that, and I'm like TikTok, you are attacking me right now. No, but honestly, I my for you page is only Mariana's videos at the moment. I don't know why, but I see like <laughs> twenty of them a day. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love all of them and I'm liking all of them, but it's like, why am I only seeing like? I don't know, maybe show me something else sometime. No offense, Mariana, I know you're listening. I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> I had the same last week with Max winning. I, my For You piece was like for three days, like only Max sprunged or Max celebrating. or It was full of it. I couldn't not, if I didn't watch, then I would have known either way because I saw it on TikTok every day. But Max had an interview with Sego. And he watched his, yeah. he watched his win back and he started crying. Oh my God, I started crying almost as well. Like, like I'm know. sorry, but emotional Max is just so cute. I know. I mean, how he, how he cried and, and was like, so thankful. And also to Checo, like saying yes. that he's the best teammate. And I was crying a little bit for Daniel there, but I totally yes. get it like and how well they they work together and also about his engineer and he said if his engineer quits he will quit too i hope he don't but that <laughs> they that his engineer doesn't quit but if his engineer does and he that he doesn't because no i'm not ready for that i, I think we will have a few yes. years of max yeah but like that interview was so cute yes yeah so we all were crying as max was crying in his interview because this season is coming to an end well it has already come to an end as this episode has come to an end now so thank you very much for joining us and listening to us don't forget to follow us on all our social medias as global grid girls on instagram tiktok twitter and don't forget you can buy our stuff and Redbubble because we also have an account there so yeah, thank you very much, girls, for joining today and see you soon. Bye. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.